everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through Sunday, November 6th. And we just concluded the Grand Prix of France. We have three more Grand Prix left to go. Can't believe it. Can't believe we're halfway through already. I know, it's been going so fast. And no, this is not a new (laughs) co-host. I am under the weather. So we are doing our best to get through this episode. I have a bit of laryngitis. Um, I've been doing a, a few too many podcasts, maybe, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to do my best. So please pardon my voice. I do hope that you enjoyed our special midweek episode with Mark Hanready. It was so much fun to get mm-hmm. to talk to him about everything he's been up to. And yeah, if you've been listening to coverage on different platforms you probably heard his voice he does so much research into everything that he's doing and i really appreciate it and i know you do too gina mm-hmm. yeah i definitely appreciated him coming on and taking time out of his crazy schedule to talk with us so if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode um we will make sure to include it in our show notes um and we will only have one episode this week Because we got to let Daphne's voice rest a little bit. And we also, Daphne is also heading to uh, the Eastern sectionals in the dance final in Norwood. We'll talk about that later on. Um, But it is November. It is the first regular episode in November because Mark's episode dropped last week in, in November. November is Native American Heritage Month. U.S. figure skating will celebrate the histories, cultures, and contributions of First Nation and Indigenous Native American, American Indian, and Alaskan Native people. So stay tuned um, to U.S. figure skating social media and their website for more stories um, for Native American Heritage Month. Yes, I remember when Naomi Lang competed Mm -hmm. at the Olympics. Mm Mm-hmm. And just a reminder, everything we mention will be in our show notes. So let's get started right away talking about Grand Prix de France. Daphne? Well, this was a definitely a fun event. The top three after the short program stayed in the top three, but they switched positions. France's Adam Xiaohimfa came up from third after the short to win his first Grand Prix medal, a gold in front of his home crowd. How amazing is that? He had three quads in his free skate, which was great. In the press conference, he said he felt very calm and relaxed during the program and is really happy to win my first Grand Prix. The last man from France who won gold at the French Grand Prix was Brian Joubert in 2006. Leader after the short program, was Japan's Soda Yamamoto. I just have to say, <laughs> I saw him at a JGP event back in, I think it was 2015. Mm. He's had a bunch of injuries. The fact that he's able to come back and skate this well. Mm-hmm. He attempted three quads in his free skate. He fell on the quad cell, 
but nailed his other two. He finished third in the free skate, but won the silver medal. It's his first Grand Prix medal. So amazing. Mm -hmm. um, in the press conference, he said he was happy about being second, but knows there's much more improvement and he could go higher. I agree. <laughs> he was a he was a junior skater from Japan who was really just starting to have a mark mm -hmm. when these injuries hit. So way to go. This is yeah. pretty fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And second after the short was Japan's Kazuki Tomono. He also attempted three quads in the free skate. He finished fourth in the free skate course bronze medal overall. This is his third bronze medal on the Grand Prix. Won bronze in Russia in 2018 and 2021. In the press conference, he mentioned the crowd saying they were so warm and supportive and that they really pushed him to do better. And Korea's Hyung-Hong Lee had the second best free skate of the men's event and moved up from seventh to finish him fourth. Great job. Fun fact, the men's medalists will face each other again their second Grand Prix event, which is NHK Trophy. Yeah, they were laughing about that at the press conference, Stephanie, that they were all going to be going head-to-head -head again at NHK Trophy. Um, that's kind of cool there. But, yeah, it was a great men's event. Um, and, yeah, congrats to Adam and to all of the men's medalists. Well, moving on to pairs, Canada's Deanna Stiletto Dudek and Maxim Deschamps were the favorites to win gold in France in the Paris event. And they're basically looking to set themselves up to qualify for the Grand Prix final. But after the short program, less than a point separated them and France's Camille and Pavel Kolovet after the short program. In the free skate, Deanna fell on the throw triple loop. It was kind of a hard fall for her. Um... They also received a time deduction. When I went back to the protocols and I saw that they had um, two, uh, minus two deductions, I was wondering what the second deduction was because she only fell once and it was a time deduction. Not sure what that is all about. But they were still able to win the event by almost six points. Stiletto Dudek, who retired from figure skating in 2001 due to injuries, then came back in 2016, became the oldest skater to win the Grand Prix event at the age of 39. I think we've been hearing that storyline quite a bit. Um, with 28 out of a possible 30 points, they should qualify for the Grand Prix final, um, which would be the first for both uh, Maxim and Deanna. We just have to wait and see how uh, the rest of the skaters do in the other three um, Grand Prix events, but they should qualify for the final. Now, the husband and wife team of Camille and Pavel Kolovev from France won their first Grand Prix medal in only their second Grand Prix event of their career. I think they've had some injuries or and things, and it just um, it was nice to see them get a medal in front of their home crowd. Uh, they were a bit off sync in their side-by-side -side triple toe, double toe combination, and she put her hands down on the throw triple flip. Uh, they finished the free skate actually in third place, but, you know, still won the silver. They will compete at NHK Trophy. And Germany's Annika Hock and Robert Kunkel, who were in fifth after the short program, had the second best free skate of the pairs event to claim the bronze medal. Now, they did an interesting triple sow, double axle, 
single axle sequence in the free skate. I was, I'm not sure if I really get that. Um, I'm not sure why just the single axle, but okay. Um, this was their first full Grand Prix event. I went back and I looked and in 2020, they were assigned to France, but it was canceled because of COVID. And then last season they were assigned to Cup of China, which also was canceled, but they were reassigned to the Grand Prix event in Italy and they withdrew after the short program due to medical reasons. So this was their first like full Grand Prix event. Uh, it's hard to believe because we've seen them skate quite a bit. Um, they will compete at NHK Trophy for their second Grand Prix. George's Karina Safina and Luca Baruvala, who were in third after the short program, finished in fifth place in their senior Grand Prix debut. Karina is coming back from injury and she just didn't look ready for competition. Um, we'll have to see if she will look a little bit better for Finland, which is their second Grand Prix event. Italy's Rebecca Gilardi and Filippo Ambrosini finished in fourth place, and they will also compete in Finland. So that's a recap of the pairs event. Now moving on to the women. On her 23rd birthday, she got a little cake in the kiss and cry. I said it tradition now, if you have a Grand Prix event, or you have a birthday during your Grand Prix event, you get cake. Whether it's in the kiss and cry, whether it's in a press conference, it's happening. It has to happen. Yep, just throwing it out there. But yes, on her 23rd birthday, Belgium's Luna Hendricks picked up right where she left off last season and won her first Grand Prix gold medal, her second gold of the season. Now, she debuted a new free skate um, from the uh, free skate that she skated to at Nebelhorn. Um, she's still skating to Poeta, but she added a second piece of music in there. And at the press conference, she said it felt amazing to win her first gold medal on the Grand Prix, but that she was a bit nervous because the free skate was kind of new and it was really last minute that they changed it. Um, this is the first gold for Belgium in the women's event in the history of the Grand Prix. And Luna will now compete her second Grand Prix in Finland. Karina's Yulang Kim, who was second after the short program, stayed in second to win her first Grand Prix medal. Now, she fell on her opening uh, triple Lutz and then on her triple Sal in the second half of the program. She finished fourth in the free skate, and in the press conference, she said she was quite disappointed with herself, with her performance, but she was happy and grateful she won second place and she will try hard in Japan to do better. So yeah, she is competing her second Grand Prix in Japan. Japan's Rayon Shumioshi, who was making her senior Grand Prix debut, was in fifth after the short program. Now, in the free skate, she attempted a quad toe. She did fall on it. She had the third best free skate of the women's event to win the bronze medal, and in the press conference, she said it wasn't her best performance, but that she really was able to enjoy the competition, and she was really glad she came in third place. She will also compete at NHK Trophy. Korea's Hyin Lee, who was in sixth after the short program, had the second best free skate of the event to move up to fourth place. Now, she finished at Fourth at Skate America, probably not enough to qualify for the Grand Prix final, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, Team USA's Audrey Shin finished in fifth place, and Japan's Mana Kawabe 
who was in third after the short program, dropped to sixth after a tough free skate. So that's a recap of the women's event. And in the dance event, Italy's Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri won their first Grand Prix gold medal. After the rhythm dance, the top two were separated by just 1.14 points. Guignard and Fabri did not have their best skate in the rhythm dance. They got lower levels on their twizzles, um, but they nearly matched their season's best in the free dance. Canada's Laurence Fournier-Baudry and Nikolai Sorensen set a new personal best in the rhythm dance, 82.38, and they will win silver for the first time on the Grand Prix. They've won bronze in the past. This is a step up. After finishing fourth at last year's event, Evgenia Loparova and Jeffrey Purcell won their first Grand Prix medal. Their rhythm dance is choreographed by Guillaume Cizeron. And their total score was about six points back from what they got at Budapest Cup. I loved their Edith Piaf free dance. I thought it was lovely. Speaking of France, France is bursting mm-hmm. with some great up-and-coming teams. They have their junior team that qualified for the final, but they also have Luisia de Mojette and Théo Lemercier, as well as Maria de Piage and Thomas Nebay. Two teams that we saw here. Mm-hmm. Um, this also doesn't include Natasha Lagouge and Arnaud Kaffa, who we will see next week in Sheffield. Yeah, definitely. That was one thing I noticed in the dance event is France is really stepping up um, now, you know, with ice dance. Uh, just because we don't have uh, Papadakis and Cicerone right now doesn't mean we don't have any, you know, we have, we have strong te- ice dance teams from France stepping up, so... The French have always been very passionate and focused on the performance in dance. So they bring unique programs Mm -hmm. to the forefront. And I'm excited to see what these teams can do in the future. I'm sure that Demoget and the Mercier were happier with their rhythm dance score at this competition. Um, Yeah, I mean, we'll see what the future holds. Um, the 47th Volvo Open Cup was held in Riga, Latvia, and we'll post those results in the show notes. So it was an event that just had junior and senior men and women. So we are going to post those results in the show notes. Well, Skate Ontario Junior and Senior Sectional Championships happened this week. And Trent Michaud debuted with his new partner, Leah Pereira. They won the event with... 188.89 and again we'll put the link in to the results in our show notes so you can see how everyone else did yes yeah, so moving on to general skating news the isu has announced that Elage balde is the global ambassador for the first ever world ice skating day i've seen a lot of graphics mm-hmm. about that online so we'll definitely be promoting it in the future World Ice Skating Day is December 4th. It's a festival celebrating ice skating all over the world through multiple events that are going to take place simultaneously. We will uh, post a link to where you can get more information on that. Yeah, I'm going to need to mark that down in my calendar because I need to make sure I go skating on December 4th. Because if it's World Ice Skating Day, I need to be on the ice. So, 
Well, U.S. Figure Skating announced the eight members of the figure skating community who have been selected as Get Up Ambassadors. The eight were selected from a list of more than 100 Get Up champions nominated by the members, their fam friends, family, and peers. And you'll learn more, you can learn more about these eight members in the article U.S. Figure Skating posted, and that will be in our show notes. Well, moving on to our segment on recent interviews, U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone posted two interviews with two people who competed at the Grand Prix in France this past week, um, Audrey Shin, and it was talking about her goals this season, um, and Ava Pate and Logan Bai, and it, um, J.R. Walker talked with them, and he, uh, they talked about their engagement and also um, getting to compete in their first Grand Prix. They finished fifth in France. So Olympics.com had an article on Deanna Stilato-Judek and her coming back to skating after a long hiatus. VancouverIsAwesome.com had an article on 2018 Olympian Julianne Sagan. She's released a new book called A Medal at All Costs. It details her concussions, as well as her toxic relationship with her coach. I read through this article, mm -hmm. and I just wanted to say, we need to continue to make it the norm for skaters to speak up mm -hmm. about mental, emotional, physical abuse yeah. in the sport. Yeah, do we know if the book is in English or if it's just in French? I'm not sure, Yeah, but I'll check into it. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, well, International Figure Skating Magazine did an article with Kyle Mira on his breakout season so far and finishing fourth at Nationals last year and winning bronze at four continents. And IceSkating.org did an um, interview with Anastasia Vipin-Law and Luke Digby about their partnership and excitement about skating at their first Grand Prix. Well, moving on to our segment on social media updates, I think the biggest update from on social media may have just come from one Jason Brown. Um, social media yeah. went crazy when Jason announced that he plans to compete at Nationals in San Jose. So we saw Jason um, just a couple weeks ago at Skate America doing some media for Team USA, but he's putting the skates back on and he will be competing at nationals he will not have any other competitions before nationals phil hirsch confirmed that with jason and so i think i say this for everybody um we are looking forward to seeing jason at nationals definitely it's funny because i saw a few people reporting that he's that this is a comeback and Really, Jason never left. He was just taking a little break. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see him skate at Nationals as well. Yeah. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Well, the World Arena Skating Academy Pairs announced the new partnership of Ellie Camp and Danny O'Shea. Danny was the 2016 U.S. champion with Tara Kane, and he skated last season with Chelsea Liu. And Ellie competed with Ian Mai, and they qualified for junior pairs. Um, they were at nationals last season, um, but I think they withdrew after the short in Nashville. So, um, so interesting to see this new partnership. And Olivia Smart will be participating in the upcoming Series 15 of Dancing on Ice in the UK. 
as you remember in our conversation with Mark Hanready, he's also competing on the show this season, which I think is his 10th. At the time we did the interview, we did not know, and even he did not know, who his celebrity partner was going to be. But it has been revealed as Carly Stenson. She is a British actor and singer, well known from the TV show Holly Oaks. But I remember her from a couple episodes of a TV show called Suspects. Thank you, BritBox, for making that available. Wish we could watch this series. It's currently not available for us to watch in the U.S. Also, Japan's Nobunari Oda announced on YouTube that he plans to return to amateur competition and compete this month in the qualifying round for Japan's National Sports Festival. Well, this was a fun social media um, update, but Grant Hochstein and his wife Caroline Zhang posted a video of their daughter Charlotte on the ice for the first time. It was so cute. Charlotte is just 19 months old. She looked like she was enjoying herself, but it was really cute, and we wanted to share that. So moving on to upcoming events for the week, we're very excited about MK John Wilson Trophy taking place in Sheffield, Great Britain. So Japan's Shunsato and Georgia's Marisi Kavitalashvili will compete in their first Grand Prix event of the season. Also competing in their second Grand Prix of the season is Italy's Daniel Grassel, Latvia's Denis Vasilievs, and Canada's Roman Sadovsky. The U.S. is represented by Tomoki Hiwatashi along with Jimmy Ma. Well, for the women, Japan's Mai Mihara and USA's Brady Tennell will compete in their first Grand Prix events of the season. Brady's first competition, this is actually Brady's first competition since the World Team Trophy in 2021. We didn't see her last season, uh, so hopefully we will be seeing Brady in Sheffield. Team USA's Isabel Levito and Korea's Young Yoo will also compete in their second Grand Prix event of the season. In pairs, Alexa Kinnearm and Brandon Frazier look to win their second gold medal of the Grand Prix and qualify for the Grand Prix final. Italy's Sarah Conti and Niccolò Macchi look to win their second Grand Prix medal. And Team USA's Katie McBeath and Nathan Bartholomew will make their Grand Prix debut as a team, and this is their season international debut. And in dance, Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson compete in their home Grand Prix and they are going to face Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri who just won gold in France. Also competing are Canada's Marjorie Lajoie, Zachary Laga, World Junior Champions Una and Gage Brown making their Grand Prix debut and Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponomarenko who are making their season debut. They've been out for a while with an injury Excited to see them back. Yes. So Ice Challenge is taking place next week in Graz. There are no pairs, just men, women, and dance. In addition, the 2023 Eastern Sectional Singles and U.S. Dance Final is taking place November 8th through the 12th in Norwood, Massachusetts at the Skating Club of Boston. Anne and I will be there. I'm looking forward to it. I may not be very talkative, <laughs> but I hope to get a lot of good pictures. And Anne, of course, will be doing reporting for IDC. Melanie will be at the 2023 
Midwestern sectional singles and U.S. pairs final taking place in Lansing, Michigan. And the 2023 Pacific Coast sectional singles event is going to take place in San Francisco, California. It is a very busy week (laughs) of events, especially if you're in the U.S. and you're trying to qualify for nationals. Yes. Now, you can watch um, the sectionals in the dance and pairs final on Peacock. Junior and senior will be on Peacock. The lower levels will be on the U.S. Figure Skating's fan zone. Yes. And that brings us to the end. Daphne, you made it through. Discussion. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Just a little bit longer here. Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? Yes, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. And you can also find us on social media, Twitter, at thiswkinskating, and then Facebook and Instagram. It is This Week in Skating. We love your feedback or your questions. If you're heading to any of the sectionals, best of luck to you. Reach out to us. Let us know. Um, You can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate all the support that we've received via email and social media. Gina and I loved it back when we were at Skate America and we got to talk to people um, that that have been listening to the podcast. Again, I apologize for my voice this week. Should be fine by next weekend. Yes. Well, we did get one comment this week from um, Michael Terry. He used to be the communications person at U.S. Figure Skating. Um, He messaged both of us and said, great job with the podcast that he tuned into a recent episode. So it was nice to hear from Michael. I guess he still loves figure skating after all, even though he is no longer working with uh, figure skating. Yeah, it was really great to receive that. Michael is or was a colleague. And so Mm -hmm. when you hear from fellow colleagues that are that think you're doing a good job, it really it means a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. So, moving on, we like to spotlight a few things that we're doing on IDC and FSL. This week, I've got, last week, actually, we posted an article on Holly Harris, Jason Chan, Australian team, and was able to talk to them at Skate America. And I have Grand Prix de France photos <laughs> coming this week. I'll have photos from... um the Sheffield Grand Prix, as well as the Ice Dance Final in Norwood. Yeah. Well, over at FSO, we posted an article with Deanna Stiletto-Dudek and Maxime Deschamps. I guess they are all over the place online. Uh, Lots of articles about them this weekend, but Claire did a great article with them. And I've kind of caught up with Skate Canada photos. I was a little behind there, so Skate Canada photos are up. And Grand Prix de France photos will be up. And, of course, I will have Sheffield photos, um, you know, next week. Um, and it's just a busy week. <laughs> really busy week. It really is. <laughs> and with that, we've come to the end of our show. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. <laughs>